0: Do you struggle with putting yourself out there? Do you always second guess a move you're about to make? And are you stuck in this trap of perfection? Always planning, but never launching, never making that move. If that sounds like you, you're going to want to listen to today's show. I'm joined by my good friend, Justin Store, and we are going to talk about how to escape the perfection trap, because excellence crushes perfection. So in today's show, you will be equipped with tools and tactics of how to recognize perfection, how to crush it, and how to move forward into your purpose and your assignment in your identity. Let's get into it. You are listening to Raising the Standard, leadership, mindset, and development for the kingdom man. If you've ever wondered, how can I be the man God created me to be? Or maybe you asked yourself, what purpose does God have for my life? If that sounds like you, then you're in the right place. My goal is simple, to help you access the unfair advantage all Christian men have and give you actionable strategies to reach your full potential. My name is Josh Katchadorian. I am a best-selling author, husband, father, disciple, and son of Jesus Christ. If you're ready to get off the sidelines, upgrade into your identity as a kingdom man, and take the territory that God has for you, then it's time to raise the standard. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Raising the Standard. As you heard from the intro, I'm joined by Justin Storr and justin and i have been having these great conversations you know he's been a part of my journey he is the artist behind everything for standard59.com also for the standard Um, some of those videos that promote the book the standard justin was the mastermind behind that really talented guy and he also was on a past episode with us where we talked about how all men are called to create one of the sidebars that justin and i end up talking about and not just talking about he actually has observed it in me is how men get stuck, how we as guys have a plan, we have a vision, and then when it comes time to press the go button, it's sometimes hard to release and just launch because things are never good enough for us. And if that sounds like you, you're gonna wanna tune in to today's show. And guys, I can openly admit that I personally have struggled with perfectionism in the past. I'm going to get vulnerable today. I'm gonna tell you a little bit about my story, but let me bring on Justin Stewart, Justin's here in the studio with us. Justin, what's up, man? How are you doing today?
1: What's up, man? Great to be back.
0: Yeah, it's awesome to have you. So, Justin, you and I have been having this great conversation about how we both probably have been stuck with some perfectionism and iterations of programs and plans that just have kind of hung us up a little bit. So, I wanted to share that conversation. Um, and this dialogue with our listeners today. But I remembered something from the last time you were on. Guys, I'm going to link the episode below. It was called All Men Are Called to Be Creators. And we got into your story, Justin. And you're doing something really exciting right now that we mentioned, but we never got a chance to dive into it. And that's your current project and using your artwork and your skills of illustration for an NFT project. So could you just catch us up on what you're working on right now?
1: Yeah. So, so really NFTs have like kind of um, I'm sure everyone's heard of them now and everyone has an opinion, but really NFTs is just a facet of it. Um, what we're building is uh, a triple A video game, really. Um, and, a, and a lot of other video games are coming out right now, but we're building something uh, with where, where it's going to be a standalone, amazing mobile video game, but it also has the um, the added benefit of utilizing and trading and buying and selling your assets in the video game um, through nfts and blockchain te- blockchain technology so really awesome um, really privileged to be in this space it's a new space it's it's very um, it's volatile right now but it's it's exciting and it's it's something that is here to stay so I'm excited for me personally to see art and um, particularly digital art but just um, art becoming uh, the forefront of of a, of a technology and and also um, just like a new industry.
0: Yeah, dude, that's awesome. I mean, everyone knows I'm a fan of your illustration skills, your artwork, your eye for design. I mean, just for the stuff you've done for me. But I've been watching your project. I, I'm actually, I will disclose, I'm an owner of one of the NFTs that you created. I love it. Love the artwork. Um, what's the name of the company, Justin? Can you share that with us?
1: Yeah, sure. So our company is Coin Games with a K, Coingames.io. And the first video game that we're going to be building, um, we, we're still a far way out. We're still in the recruiting process. We're building, a, a, I don't want to say a massive team, but a really top tier team of, of developers that I can't even disclose right now um, to build this game. Um, and that will be released. It's called Bloodline in about a year and a half, two years. So Goal is to under-promise there, um, but you can follow us there uh, at Coingames.io on Instagram and all social media. And um, and then every Thursday night, we do a live Twitch event where we just do giveaways and we catch everyone up with with what we're doing. So feel free to jump in there if you're interested.
0: Awesome, man. We'll drop those links below for anyone that wants to check out the artwork, check out Bloodline, and check out Coingames.io. Justin, let's jump into today's topic because, you know, we're talking about making moves, you know, as kingdom men, we want to submit our plans to the Lord, but once we get the go button, once the Lord says, "Okay, it's time to step out," or once it's time where you feel that nudge where I got to take the first step of faith and I got to walk towards my purpose, I got to start walking this out. Um that it's easy for us to get stuck. So let me just ask you, as it pertains to coin games, and we'll we'll go a little bit further back, maybe in the sum of your projects, um, I want to make this really you know, practical for the guys that are listening, because we all deal with different things at different phases, seasons, and times of our life. And uh, we want to discuss like how we overcame it and how people can overcome, overcome similar situations. So when it comes to the NFT project and coin games, um, how were you with making that move? Did you have any... Do you get stuck sometimes? I'm I'm watching what you guys are doing and you got these massive projects and undertakings. Like, do you ever second guess yourself as you're creating, creating stuff?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's one of those, it's one of those things that I think God brought me on this journey just for, for one of the, for, for just the sole purpose. I don't want to say the sole purpose because he's always doing a lot of things, but to get rid of that perfectionist mentality, because now I'm leading a team, whereas in the past I was leading myself and there's no way to lead when perfection is the, is the goal. So um, we've come up with like some internal dialogue, which is to fail forward. And um, we're, we're, we're actually embracing mistakes. We're embracing, um, you know, as artists, we tend to get caught up in, in like, you know, there's, there's, there's like a sketch hand where you're like in this free spirited momentum of just developing and drawing from your elbow and your shoulder. And then there's like this tight rigid type of place you get to where you're just starting and you're, you're so afraid of making a mistake. And it's like, that's not, this is not where the magic happens. The magic happens in this like free creative spirit and, 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 um, um, the free flowing type of, uh, of place. So that's the, that's the uh, environment and the atmosphere I'm trying to cultivate. And, um, it took a while for me to get there, um, myself. Um, so, so I'm trying to, you know, also, help cultivate that with, with some of the other, other artists and even other departments in in the the company.
0: Wow, man, you've never, you never explained that to me before, but like, what a great analogy when you're open, when you're loose, when you can be like authentic and vulnerable, even with your, your movements and illustrations, that just opens up ideas and allows you to kind of put yourself out there with, you know, Hey, there's no fear of failure. If it doesn't work, we'll scrap it. And I love that, you know, that it's not just an analogy, it's real life. But when you're trying to be perfect, you're tighter, right? You're stricter and you're, you can't kind of keep it constricted, huh?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a challenge I've had too, because I'm a graphic designer hybrid. So in graphics, oftentimes you're living in that place where you're, you're, you're doing type fonts and obviously I did your book. So it's like going from that place of drawing, like the hand with the chisel, then putting it in the book and then having to make sure that every line is correct and that there's no typos is two different types of the brain. So, um, there's, there's a, there's a discipline to get from one place to the other. And it's a different mentality. Sometimes it's a different day. Um, it's, you know, one day is set aside for creative out of the box, avant-garde type of thinking. And another day is like, Hey, dialed in regimented, Let's follow a schedule and let's let's um, produce something that is a little bit more fine tuned and, and results. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's 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 a it's a it's a discipline to stay loose if, if that makes sense. You know.
0: Yeah, that's good. I, you know, it's interesting because you know I do a lot of public speaking. I'm, I'm training. I do different events. Uh, I do sales presentations. All sorts of things like that throughout my career and my life. And um, it's kind of similar when someone is speaking or when someone's putting themselves out there, like literally putting themselves out there, whether it's a stage, a virtual stage, whatever the environment is, you can tell if someone's like nervous or striving or, you know, they just can't be authentic and it shows up in their body language. You get stiff. You might hold your arms. You don't move around a little bit. But as you get comfortable with yourself, you become more expressive. You learn how to work the stage a little bit. You learn how to Use inflection and just be yourself and let it loose, and oh, well, I might stumble, I might say it weird, uh, it might not come out right, but I'm okay with it,
1: yeah, yeah, and you and I have talked about this a lot, i mean um with with everything from you coming and doing your podcast, and like just how I could tell how much more comfortable you are um and the way you speak um is just more fluid, and then just even. I mean, this has been years now of us talking to each other and critiquing each other as brothers and, and understanding each other. And, and even just coming onto the podcast, I could see, you know, you're way more comfortable. I could hear your intro and I'm like, oh, it's so cool. He's falling into this groove. And for me, you know, I have a, I have a YouTube channel and I'll, I'll try to speak sometimes with other people. And it's, I'm still working through that part of like, okay, now come out and be vulnerable. But also, you know, have my thoughts put together, but in a way that's that's natural and free. And But uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I love this conversation. It's, it's really great. Yeah.
0: You know, this is a good lead in for a couple of areas that I think we need to go into, um, you know, when it comes to. Well, so first of all, you're referencing practicing. You know, I had to learn how to speak. Um, in a studio, in front of a camera, into a microphone that's in front of me without anyone in there, you know, and just talking and just kind of no one's around. And I'm like, some days you're like, what are you doing? Like, what, like, how's this coming across? So there is a role for preparation. There's a role for practice um, in getting ready to launch or put yourself out there or whatever that move is that you feel called to make. So that's that's an element we can talk about but I I just want to openly admit right now because the topic for today is perfection like how do we crush perfection why do we need to crush it right like what's wrong with trying to be perfect and for me what I've realized is you know it's probably probably has to do if we go really deep like in my upbringing the way that um you know the way I was raised the way that I always felt I had to be or the performance nature that's within myself I know that's also within a lot of guys like we feel we need to perform and we do like we're always called on to perform like, hey, at work, be a high performer at sports. Go out there and crush it. And we need to learn how to turn it off and turn it on. And if we get stuck in that, we can feel that if we're not performing at a certain level that we're failing. And a lot of that is rooted, you know, the root for me personally, just to share this, the root of perfection. If I notice that I'm trying too hard to be perfect, um, it's rooted in fear. And that fear can show up a couple different ways for everybody. For me, personally, I'll just openly admit it's fear of man, you know, fear of what others think. What are they going to say? What if they find out, you know, um, and, and I still battle with that. I think you even mentioned like to put the book out there was extremely vulnerable. And then to make a decision later that I think I want to have this show and I want to put it out there. That was a whole nother level of courage for me. Um, now I'm, I'm past that, but it's still it goes like a ladder. Like, what's the next thing where I'm going to challenge myself? And I'm really going to have to put myself out there. And I'm going to have to overcome perfection, which is really fear in my life. What's your take on that in terms of what I'm sharing with perfection and this correlation with fear?
1: Yeah, I mean, I went through, you know, obviously season of fear and anxiety, but delineating between like what you typically see as fear. And then what you just mentioned is the conclusion I've come to in my life as well. Like when you boil it down and you get down to the root of it and you get down to like you know what would be the i don't know the source code or the core code of what's going on because the perfectionist mentality is really just a symptom of the root of the root problem and and for me I, it's very similar to you um everyone's going to have like a little nuanced difference as to what's causing that 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 you know that feeling that they need to be perfect in this aspect or another aspect of their life and it's pride and fear Um, and really like, you know, in, in everyday conversation, the the two words can almost be interchangeable, like excellence and, and perfect, you know, but they're actually very different. And, um, you can get caught up in, in seeking and pursuing excellence, uh, and accidentally trying to go for perfection as well, you know? Um, and, and I think that that's a lie that you can get caught up in and, and actually dismantle your whole, your whole agenda.
0: Yeah, you know, Justin, you said something. I got to rewind for a second. You said that you said that it's linked to pride. You know, I think you're right. I think you're right. Like, what if you have a fear of man, where's that coming from? There's there's probably or if you have a fear connected like, okay, let's go another level deeper with it. Where's that coming from? Who why do I feel I need to have this perception? Why do I need to have this persona who cares what they think? And that can be traced back to, well, I I really want to present myself a certain way. I'm a man of this reputation. Or what if someone sees this? Or what if I make a mistake or show a weakness? um, What's that going to be perceived as? So, bro, that was a great insight.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For me, I I mean, even just admitting it was coming from pride for me. And there was a lot of issues in my, you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So there's things in my marriage, how I was parenting. Um, and I'm not saying that it's that's all gone, but it's, it's something that at least now that I'm aware of that, that I'm checking and I'm realizing like, why, why, why does this feel this, this needs to be perfect? Even in, in the way I communicate with this person, it's, it's, it's wrong. It's coming from pride and there's, and it's, it's actually sucking the life out of what could be excellent in, in, and what could be fresh and, 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 um, and airy and fun and, and leave room for innovation and exploration is now tight and rigid and just like that analogy i made in the beginning it's it's that fear of man that i'm afraid of being vulnerable and it's 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 really it's really the root of a lot of issues you know
0: yeah well let's let's transition here because you you also shared and we started going to go into what's the remedy for this like how do you overcome perfection and you and i have talked about this many times and listen i'm an excellence guy I'm a guy who wants things to look a certain way. You you know, because you've worked with me, you know, I wanted the standard to look a certain way. I wanted my website to look a certain way. So there's something about, you know, we're called to work in excellence. So I wanted to drop this scripture here because there is a difference between excellence and perfection. They're not equal. And perfection can actually masquerade as excellence. So you can be saying, I'm trying to do everything in excellence, but it's really... You're really trying to be perfect. So we have to be honest with each other, right? We have to be honest with yourself. You got to look in the mirror and say, what's really driving this? Now, however, that doesn't mean excellence is wrong or bad. Quite the contrary, because I have a couple of verses I wanted to share because I do think that we should do everything with excellence. I think we should strive to operate in excellence in all that we do. And that should make us look different to the world. That should make us stand out on the job. And we're going to talk about just a few examples there. But I have this scripture in Second Corinthians. Um, it's eight seven, and it says this. But just as you excel in everything and lead the way in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in genuine concern, genuine interest, and in the love you have for us, see that you excel in this gracious work of giving also. So that is the Apostle Paul, and he's talking about be excellent, do this, make sure you're doing it this way. Like this is a this is something that makes us different. So. I want to hear your thoughts on that.
1: Yeah, I um, well, one of the questions you asked earlier was like, "How do you address it?" And you're right. That 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 was a verse I I came across too, in, in you know, when I was thinking and praying about about this topic, and one of the re- things I realized that was happening in my life, and and hopefully this answers what your question is, and is that the fruit of what I was doing was producing very clear, very clear. Um, uh, the, the, the negative fruit was very clear in what I was sh- striving for. So no matter what I was, I love what you said when you said it mar- masquerades and that's kind of think what I was trying to say earlier is it's like the two can be interchangeable. If you're not careful, um, you can say that you're, you're striving for excellence. And I think as Christians and, and I think even in some circles of Christianity, there's, there's that desire to be excellent and Jesus did everything with excellence. I mean, you and I love excellence. Um, I've gotten jobs because I did things with excellence and, that 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 can be mass you know, you can masquerade.
0: You can co-opt it, right? You can co-opt the word excellence and the concept to to make it a shiny veneer for your for your inadequacies, right? So we also gotta be careful not to have a gut reaction where we say, Oh, excellence is bad. Stop trying to be in excellence. Like, no, we should stay in excellence, we should live in excellence. Let's just be real, like let's just be authentic about it. Are you trying so hard? where it's really something else. So like, we need to do a scan. Like, so guys that are listening, like do a scan on yourself and just say like, hey, where's this really coming from? Like, what is this emotion? Why do I feel this need? Like, is there comparison? Is there pride? Like, what's driving me forward in the current activity? Or maybe it's something, a project on the job. So I think we just need to be aware of that.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. The scan or like the self audit of, and, and one of the things I'm, when I'm leading my team here, and um, and some of the artists that I'm working with, you know, we can get caught up in that in that rhythm, especially um, someone who's fresh out of school, where where everything's being graded, and and there is this desire to like achieve a certain grade, you know. But th- there's this there's this um, w- there's this place where you you can realize what you're actually pursuing when the passion leaves and the innovation goes away, and now it's about achieving a certain outcome as opposed to the journey of the outcome. And that's where the magic happens. That's where the beauty is. And, um, if, if you notice that the passion has been sucked out of the quote unquote project or the the step in the project, then you can probably audit and find that, okay, we're striving for perfection. We're stuck here and we need, sometimes it's just getting other eyes on something or having someone else come in and, 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 and auditing as well and saying, look, you know, I think we're. I think we're. Uh, you know, we need to. We need to shift gears here. But, um, yeah, I, I think. I think you're absolutely right.
0: Yeah, you know, there's also this other verse in Proverbs. I wanted to share this too. Um, I just had to pull it up over here. So Proverbs 22:29 says, "Do you see a man skillful and experienced in his work? He will stand in honor before kings. He won't stand before obscure men." A lot of people use that verse, but that's that's someone who's skilled, right? That's someone who we talked about preparation. We talked about practice. You know, this really comes to showing up, being present, um, putting in work, even when no one's around, to to be the best at your craft, to be the best at that skill, to develop something. And that all requires doing it in excellence.
1: Yeah. There, there, there's something to be said, obviously, and something to be admired when someone is crafting something with excellence, because you could tell that there was a lot of but it's, but it's easy to look at someone who's crafting something and not see the hours of mistakes. You know, uh, uh, someone who's chiseling something that how many times they hit their hand or did something the wrong way. Um, and it's easy to do that and not, not accept the process. Um, and, and I think Michael J. Fox had a quote and it always stuck out to me. It was something like, and of all people, you know, Michael J. Fox, but he said, I strive for excellence, but perfection, that's God's work. And, uh, i always love that. Like. You obviously we're never going to live up to to what Christ did. He was the he was that model of perfection. And if you look at every issue uh, throughout history, throughout the Bible, it always is coming back to that place of trying to be something that we can't achieve. And and it's not until you've so, so so you you asked a couple minutes ago, like what's the core issue? What when we when we boil it down, we do that audit. It's really an identity issue, and it's really something that i was able to change in myself when i had sons and i realized how much no matter what they've done no matter what issue they're having or when they're creating something um there's nothing they can do that would make me love them less or be less proud of them in what they're building and what they're creating you know um i i maybe i could say that better but
0: no i hear you know, what you're saying like, so from, from a sonship's perspective um, you know, we don't use we don't use excellence to win our father's love. I think that's important. And that's what you're pointing out. Right. So, like, I can't love my kids anymore. I love them. I, I want to provide for them. I want to protect them. Um, I do want to instill work ethic. I do want to teach them the way they should go. I want to help them make good decisions. And that's me training them. That's me preparing them for the work that they're called to do. But the love is not connected to that. The acceptance. No is not connected to that whatsoever. So yeah. Um,
1: that's, that's,
0: yeah. yeah, that's an important point, right? You know, we don't work for our father's acceptance. We don't work to earn his love. So if anyone's struggling with that, that legalistic background um, that says you're never good enough, we're not talking about that. But I also look at it this way, Justin, it's important to say it because people need to hear it. I know people are at all different stages and phases of their, their Christian journey. However. We also need to get past that. We need to get to the point where we are secure in our identity, where we know who we are. Because if I'm always guessing and I'm always second guessing, does God love me? Am I working for this? Like we need to eventually grow up. The writer of Hebrews will actually say, you know, he addresses this concern and he, he's telling the the Hebrews, let's move on past elementary things. Let's move on past just the basics of the Christian walk And some of the foundational issues of our identity. And let's get into meteor issues. Let's go into deeper things that we need to progress in in our Christian life. So I just want to settle it. Like, you do not work for love from your father, from your father God. You don't have to earn it. You don't practice. You don't have to do anything to get his acceptance. He gives it to us. It's unmerited. And just think about an earthly father. And I'm, I'm, you know, this is the way I am with my kids, regardless of the way you grew up. You are going to love your kids no matter what they do they can't earn it or or you know for you, justin they can't draw a better picture or do better in art class or whatever that sport is they're in for them to get a better reception from you in terms of your 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 love for them
1: yeah and and it wasn't always like for me the revelation came was was wasn't always for love because I think a lot of us who are called to to kingdom um you know whether it be entrepreneurship or or just serving in the kingdom um there's there's this desire to like want to present the best thing to your father because you're doing it for the kingdom you know and like we're going out and like even you we're going out and we're presenting like the gospel so am i am i correct in my my references and and and, and there's this like there's like oh, I don't want to misrepresent the king, the father and i've fallen into that a lot of times too where I, like oh i can't let that person know i'm struggling because kingdom people aren't supposed to be struggling with that um, with that mentality and and that's where I realized, wait, 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 wait wait, wait, it's still you know there's the the verse in Colossians that I forget it's um you know, do everything as unto the, your father and not unto men and and that's exactly it it's like okay, it doesn't matter i I'm his son, no matter what and and it wasn't until I started operating from that as my baseline that I was able to shed and sloth away all these other things that that um that I knew were. Pretty much a cancer to, to to my production and and causing me to produce the fruit that I knew. Uh, he doesn't ask for my perfection. Actually, that's already taken care of. He just he's he's after my heart, you know. So,
0: Justin, I love the conversation, man. I mean, this is so good to to kind of get into the details of where does it come from? Perfection versus excellence, like. How do I self audit? How do I figure out what's happening here? How do I reconcile this with being accepted by God, and how do I still push to um to do things with the spirit of excellence and you know we say that term a spirit of excellence is actually in the in the Bible. We see the concept and we see it um in the life of daniel and um we see that Daniel works. he actually works with a spirit of excellence in the world's environment and it's a hostile culture, but because he has a spirit of excellence. It causes him to stand out and to rise above um, within all his peers within Egypt, and that causes a path for promotion. So, um, it actually says in Daniel five twelve. I'll just read the verse here, but it says because he had an extraordinary spirit and an excellent spirit, knowledge and insight, interpretation of dreams, explanation of enigmas, solving difficult problems. This is what we find in Daniel. This is actually. Um, he works with this spirit of excellence. It comes from Daniel chapter five. So I want to get your take on that um, because that can be the pathway to promotion. At least that's what we see in the life of Daniel. And I believe we also see it in the life of Joseph. So guys, I mean, this is what I found in my life. Justin, I'll share it with you. I know that because I've showed up on certain, you know, work sites and in jobs and in different roles that I've had, when I was able to apply myself with diligence, right? We, it, there's a concept in the Bible about being a diligent workman. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And tied into that it is a spirit of excellence, like showing up and doing what others won't do, staying longer, maybe punching the clock earlier, uh, maybe making that extra sales call when other people hang it up after, you know, at a much lesser rate. And those things are what enabled my pathway to promotion. So I see a parallel with a spirit of excellence. You can call it an attitude of excellence if you want, but there's this spirit of excellence that we can bring into the world's culture, which causes a pathway for promotion for us. We see that in the life of Daniel and we see that in the life of joseph, and I've seen it in my life as well. I just wanted to get your thoughts around that concept
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, the promotion aspect of it is 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 awesome and it's it can be tricky too, but there's no denying that as kingdom um, you know, like as Kingdom men and, uh, looking at Daniel and Joseph, like excellence is required of us. Um, we should be operating at a level that is beyond what other people would call satisfactory. You know, like, let's like, I I was going to say, let's like, even just look at the definition of, of, um, excellence and that, and then I can start from there. And the, and, and the one I came up with that I liked the most was just from dictionary.com. It says the fact of or state of excelling superiority and eminence so it's like at what everyone else calls as a satisf- satisfactory job we 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 go beyond that and 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 it's not because and that's where i think you have to make that distinction in your in your heart is like why are you going beyond to show everyone else like and that's where i was falling a victim too. It was no because i'm doing this unto my father and i want to show to him that wherever he puts me i'm going to be faithful with what he puts my hands to be, or what he's called me put my hands to do. And, 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 and and it's when you make that distinction and you're doing it as unto your father, that's when the promotion happens. That's when the promotion happened for, for Daniel, Daniel went on that fast, not because he wanted to show everybody, look, I can, I can be strong, just eating vegetables. He said, no, I can't defile my body like that because my body's a temple for my father, you know, and, and he decided and made that decision because of his father. Um, When, when Joseph ran from, um, from Potiphar's wife, he said, I can't defile, um, I can't defile myself in that way. It wasn't, he he wasn't doing it because he was trying to, you know, and and I think there's a a distinction to be made there where we're we're doing it as unto a father, not, not uh, as unto man in, in yeah. that moment, you know, that's, in those decisions that we make.
0: That's really good. That's really good. So there's a principle behind what you're saying. I'm going to call it consecration. Um, both these guys were consecrated to the Lord, which really means they set themselves apart. Um, you know, they they entered a hostile territory, a different culture, a counterculture to what their what their relationship with God was, their national history, their religion, their identity, and they never leave it, you know, and it's all driven from this place. I love how you said it. It's just they were they were devoted to their father. They were devoted to God and they didn't let anything get in the way of that. It wasn't it's so like we got to be really clear here. It wasn't like I got to keep these rules or I lose the love of my father. It wasn't that if I do this, I'll no longer be accepted. It was because I love him, because I'm devoted, because I've consecrated and set myself apart, that's why I will conduct myself with this spirit of excellence and I looked it up while you were, you were chatting there for a minute and I saw that it's, um it's surpassing, you know, it's preeminence and surpassing the average, the ordinary from the, from the yeah. Hebrew term. So I think the other concept we need to go here, we need to go into is that, you know, we're, we're telling ourselves, right. This is for you and me. Um, we're telling ourselves that we need to have a spirit of excellence um, we're telling the guys listening that you need to carry yourself in excellence and your attitude and be surpassing and, and stand out where you can as a representative, as an ambassador of the kingdom and Jesus. Um, but also that doesn't mean doing it when everything's right or doing it just to get a pathway to promotion because in the life of Joseph, right. he, he was in prison. He was in prison. Yeah. He was serving with excellence. So, I think a huge key component that we just have to go into for a moment is we're required to have this spirit of excellence and to serve as unto the Lord, like you referenced earlier, even when we're in prison, even when we're in an extreme. And what's important to point out with Joseph's story, it was unjust and it was unfair. He didn't belong in that prison. It was because of a false accusation. So, guys, I mean, this is powerful. How do you deal with your attitude? when you've been treated unjustly, when it's been unfair and you find yourself in a situation you don't like and you're like, I shouldn't be here. And I think our natural reaction right. is to kick back against that.
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, for me in my life, my personal experience, Josh, and you know my testimony, is I was in that place where I was fighting, you know, your your gift will bring you before kings and, and, and set you before, you know, kings and, and your, your gift will make room for you. And I was, and then when I wasn't, when I was striving and doing these long sessions of trying to achieve excellence, but it was really perfection and it was really uh, as unto man, when I didn't get the promotion I was, I was looking for, it was when I had a mental breakdown, you know, and you know, my history, you know, my story it was, it was, it was a legit mental breakdown, panic, anxiety, and, and it actually turned into complete, I, 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 I brought myself to a place where I couldn't produce anything. Um, and then I had to refocus, recenter, and I was forced to do a self audit and determine it was, it was changed. It changed everything for me. So in that moment, I was humbled in a way. And, you know, I, hopefully I can teach my sons and, and teach, teach and help other people so that they can get to that place where they're realizing, listen, you need to do this as unto your father, because your, your life depends on it. Your, 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 your success depends on it. And you're doing it as unto him because that's where the true reward comes from. That's where promotion, the the Bible says promotion comes from the Lord. So it doesn't come from, and that's the problem when you're doing it as unto man, you're trying to get promoted by that person. But, but Joseph was, was, I mean, he was doing things in the prison when no one was watching, right? He was doing things when, when he was, he was doing things to promote himself in the spirit realm where no one was watching and he was gaining favor. And he, he he had a lot of pride that he needed to get, he needed to get worked out of him. You know, we know that if we read between the lines with his brothers. Yeah. So, so, and, and with Daniel, you know, similar situation, but, um, you know, lions Den is not promotion, yeah. um, uh, fiery, fiery, fiery furnace, but it, it is in the spiritual realm. Right. He, they were being promoted yeah. in that moment, you know, and they were promoting also, you need, we need to think about who else in our lives are being promoted through, our 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 um our actions are inaction and all of israel was promoted you know god god was promoted in that moment um you know we don't we know shadrach meshach and abednego they were um they were daniel's friends like all all the people gained favor through through their promotion and and if imagine if they would have bowed god would have forgiven them yeah but we you know so I think there's I think there's a lot a lot in that that we often overlook um, yeah. because we can have this linear thinking of excellence equals promotion.
0: Right. And, 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 right. You know, so, good yeah, because you know what we do, Justin, man wants to make a formula of everything. We want to take it and say, OK, let's label it. Let's put. Uh, let's make it a three-point sermon. Let's put the steps in place. Here's the framework, and this is how it always works. And it doesn't work like that because it's a relationship. And I, you know, what you just said there was so key because promotion comes from the Lord. That's that's in scripture, and um, it's the Lord is watching our attitude. He's watching our heart. You know, I'm just thinking of David too. You know, before he's chosen and anointed as king, the Lord sees him. He's watching him worship on the you know the hillside when no one's around. And he's looking at his heart and he's like, look, I found a man after my own heart. And it's like, how are we showing up? Like, So the lesson for me is like, how are we showing up? And guys, I'll ask you, I'm asking myself as well. How are you showing up when no one's looking? How's your attitude when you didn't get the job you went for and you have to go back and there's a little bit of humiliation there and the Lord's rooting some pride out of your life? How's it look for entrepreneurs when you launch a product and it doesn't really do what you thought it was going to do or what you wanted? And you feel like, wow, I'm humiliated, or, you know, that's a real shot to the way I wanted to be perceived. And it's all tied back to this perfection or this, this thing here that we've been wrestling with throughout this conversation. So this is the Lord's process for us. I just want to point it out. we talked about how serving with excellence is the is the process and can be the pathway to promotion. But serving with excellence doesn't always equal promotion. It doesn't always equal it in your timing or the way you think promotion is going to look. So what are you doing? No one's looking. That's really a key thing here. And we're talking about God's dealings with man. You know, how does he deal with us? And one of the primary ways that he deals with us, and this is what Jesus is meaning when he says, pick up your cross and follow me. If you want to follow me, if you want to be my disciple, pick up your cross. It means there's a cross for us there is going to be some things that he's going to use that instrument of the cross, this concept of a cross in our life to root out pride, to break us all for the purpose that he can flow through us in a greater dimension, a greater measure.
1: Yes. Yeah, it is. It is really exactly that, Josh. I think, you know, um, in in my life, and I can't I can't really speak to to everyone else's life, but but in my life, I've had to learn it the hard way, and in a, in a lot of areas, which which I would argue is not the most effective way. Um, obedience is the most effective way to learn, you know. Um, but the, learning through what I, what I've been through and and, and um, allowing my drive to, to be promoted and my drive and my desire to take territory and to, you know, all these terms and these, these things that we, they, they had nothing to do with what my father was asking me to do. And um, I wasn't picking up my cross. I was actually laying it down to, 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 to run and to do it, to do whatever I wanted and, and to get promotion for myself and my ministry and my calling and my anointing and, and really, um, you know, I saw one of your last videos was, was about picking up your cross and I'm going to go back and watch that. but I would imagine it has a lot to do with, you know, serving, serving God and the desires that he has for you in your life, as opposed to just seeking after what would be like the mammon and the favor of this, of this world. And, and, um, when you, when you truly, when you truly do a deep audit there, when you truly look and be transparent with yourself and find out and even write it down all the places where you're falling flat. And I realized in my places in my place, because if you're striving for perfection, most likely all those places you're striving for perfection are at a standstill. So there was a bunch of projects I was looking to achieve. They were at a standstill when you were trying to create perfection for, for the book and for the podcast and for the brand. What it was at a standstill, you know? And, and, um, and, 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 and then when you realize like, okay, I'm doing this out to you, Lord, and we're going to fail forward, you know, and I say that with with, the, with everything it sounds like, we're just going to, we're going to fail. And, and that's why I created my design agency prior to being um, full-time with Coin Games, which was onward. It's, we don't look back. And, and like Paul said, we we, we we focus all our energies on moving ahead. Um, and you can't do that when you're focusing on perfection, when you're focusing on promoting You're essentially trying to promote yourself. And when you know that God is the one who has, um, he's the one that says he he stands in in the heavens and he scoffs at the plans of man. And when, when, when we, when we're serving him promotion, promotions going to come, (laughs) but it doesn't always look like what we think, you know? Yeah.
0: It may not look like what you think, and it may not come in the timing that you think, Justin, I'm loving this conversation. I'm going to wrap up right now and just put a bow on this for everyone that's listening Um, so much good wisdom here. So many things to think about. Guys, we went a little bit deeper on this, you know, perfection rooted in fear, you know, trace that audit yourself, scan yourself as to where that's coming from in your life. Embrace excellence, embrace the spirit of excellence. You're not doing it to earn the father's love, but you're doing it to represent the father because you love him. And if we take that attitude and we do it when no one's looking, that is our character that's our conduct that's what really pleases the lord that's how we really represent him to a world that does not know him we should look different we should sound different and you know this doesn't matter what level you find yourself in life right now if you're digging ditches like be the best be the best at that you know if you're served to bring water to someone be the best at that if you're an architect be the best at that and i think if we embrace that spirit of excellence and we learn how to cooperate and the partner with the will of God for our life, promotion comes from the Lord. Guys, I wanna thank you for listening to today's episode. Please share this with someone. If you know someone that needs to hear this message, if you recognize these concepts in your life or in a friend's life and you wanna talk about it, you wanna go deeper with it, I'm encouraging you, share the episode, start a conversation. Let's go deeper in our walk with each other. Let's go deeper with our walk with the Lord. Let's get after it. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If what you heard here today resonated with you and you want to fully step in to be the man that God created and called you to be, then I want to give you a free guide. It's called The Map, and you can get it at standard59.com. In The Map, I will give you 12 biblical strategies that every kingdom man pursuing biblical masculinity must honor. If you're ready to step off the sidelines and pursue the upward call, then get the map today at standard59.com. That's standard59.com. Hey, if there's a brother in your life that needs to hear this message, then share this show with them and please leave us a rating and review. It helps get the message out there to more men. Until the next show, guys, let's raise the standard.